0: Welcome to Living the Dream with Ben and Rodney. Here's your host, Ben Wilson.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Living the Dream with Ben and Rod. I'm your host, Ben Wilson, and this is the first episode without my normal co-host, Rodney Bulldog. And today, we're joined by a new co-host, Farley the Bulldog. And Farley is my new little bulldog. That I bought about a month ago on April the 23rd. And he's named after Chris Farley. So I'm keeping the comedian name in line. And today, Farley is going to join me for a special podcast episode with wrestling legend and Hall of Famer Ricky Morton from the Rock and Roll Express. As Ricky joins me to go through our Living the Dream Wrestling Tag Team Bracket Challenge. And before I bring Ricky on, I'm going to do a little intro about the episode and kind of break down how this uh, episode is going to go. We're basically doing a wrestling NCAA tournament bracket challenge but it's with tag teams starting from the late 70s through today of some of my favorite tag teams. And so what we've done is we've set up four different brackets of 16 teams each. Uh, Well, actually, in some cases, we've got a couple of play ins and we're going to talk with Ricky about his perspective on how these matches would go. So I'm really excited to have Ricky on the show. Um, he's been preparing, doing a lot of homework, and going to be an excellent guest as he was last time. Uh, so we're really looking forward to that interview. But for my listeners, I want to go ahead and break down the brackets, um, get some of that stuff out of the way, just so you're prepared to ha- on how these brackets are going to go once we have Ricky on the show. So like I said, we're going to have four brackets. And the first bracket, we're going to start out with our number one seed being the Rock and Roll Express of Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson. And their 16 seed matchup will be against the Rock and Roll RPMs of Tommy Lane and Mike Davis, who are popular and world class in the mid 80s. Also in the AWA and some of the Southern territories like CWA, the Jerry Jarrett territory in Tennessee. The 8 9 matchup in this bracket is going to be Gino Hernandez and Chris Adams. From World Class, the dynamic duo taking on the rockers of Marty Ginetti and Shawn Michaels. That's the 8 9 matchup. The 5 12 matchup in the bracket one is the fabulous ones of Steve uh, Kern and Sweet Stan Lane versus Strike Force, Rick Martell and Tito Santana, with the fabulous ones being the five seed and, and Strike Force being the 12 seed, just because Strike Force was only. Together for a couple of years, so that's why they're ranked a little bit lower, even though they were an amazing tag team. The four seed in bracket one is the Hardy Boys of Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy versus the Lucha Brothers of AEW Ray Phoenix and uh, Pentagon El Zero. The three fourteen matchup in this bracket starts with the three seed of the Minnesota Wrecking Crew of Oli Anderson and Gene Anderson versus Mr Wrestling One and Mr Wrestling Two as the fourteen seed. Of course, Mr. Wrestling 2, very popular in Georgia Championship Wrestling and later in the Mid-South region, uh, so looking forward to seeing that matchup with some of the old-school tag team legends. Next, the six eleven matchup, and this is kind of a surprising six-seed matchup. Um, the number six seed, Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. And really, they're probably not a six seed here, but – they were only together as a tag team for probably about three or four years, even though we're, they were amazing. But I also kind of want to set up this matchup in the first round with the 11 seed FTR, Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler. Uh, I think that's an amazing matchup. And of course, the winner of that could potentially face Ole and Gene Anderson or Mr. Wrestling 2 in the second round. The 7-10 matchups, an interesting one. One of my favorites, the Fantastics, Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers, as a 7 seed versus a 10 seed, the Young Bucks. Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson, not one of my favorite teams by far because they don't really follow rules. But nevertheless, very talented, and we'll see how they match up against the Fantastics. And the final matchup in bracket one, the 2 seed, the Midnight Express with Jim Cornette. This is the Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane version versus the original Midnight Express team of Dennis Condry and Randy Rose. Of course, these guys had a feud in the late eighties with Paulie dangerously as the manager. So that's the uh, recap for bracket one for those maybe keeping score at home or keeping your own brackets. Now we're going to go into bracket two. Uh, The number one seed in this bracket is Jack and Jerry Briscoe. A lot of younger wrestling fans may remember these guys as the stooge uh, administrative guys to Vince McMahon in the Attitude Era of WWF, WWE. But in the 70s and early 80s, Jack and Jerry Briscoe were some of the top wrestlers in the NWA, especially that mid-Atlantic region. Uh, Both, I believe, were uh, definitely, I know uh, Jack Briscoe was an NWA singles champion and Jack and Jerry Briscoe, were numerous tag team champions, so they have the number one seed here, taking on a, a, the winner of the play-in matchup for the sixteen seed, the East-West connection of Adrian Adonis and Jesse the Body of Ventura, who are a dominant tag team in the early eighties AWA, uh, taking on the winner of the good old Southern Boys, Tracy Smothers and Steve Armstrong. The 8-9 matchup here is a really amazing matchup. And if you had this matchup today, it would be among the top four tag teams in all of professional wrestling right now. The Briscoes of Mark and Jay Briscoe, so the new Briscoes versus the Usos, Jay Uso and Jimmy Uso. And going into the 5-12 matchup, maybe a little underseed here in, in both of these teams, but nevertheless, I thought it was a, just a great matchup of some of the, the best, um, I guess, trios in professional wrestling history. The five seed, the fabulous Freebirds, Michael Hayes, Terry Gordy, and Buddy Roberts taking on the New Day, Kofi Kingston, Big E, and uh, Xavier Woods. So the fabulous Freebirds versus the New Day in a five twelve seed matchup, which is definitely probably under for both of these teams but going to be a good matchup and the four thirteen seed Kevin and carry Von Eric going against the current. Well, actually they just lost the title, but a uh, recent WWE raw tag team champions, the team of RK bro of Randy Orton and Matt Riddle kind of went with that matchup. So I've got a battle of powerhouses with Randy Orton and carry Von Eric and barefooted, Talented guys, Matt Riddle and Kevin Von Eric. And we might see a Von Eric Freebird second round matchup. Never know. We'll have to see how the brackets play out. Going into the 314 matchup, um, keeping with the theme of brothers and tag teams, we've got the Funk brothers, Terry and Dory Funk Jr., taking on this team of Soul Patrol, Rocky Johnson, the Rockstad, and Mr. USA Tony Atlas, of course, Soul Patrol. Were tag team champions in early WWE and the first black African American tag team champions in um, WWE. But regardless, four really good wrestlers here and looking forward to seeing how this one pans out in that 314 matchup. And the sixth seed, maybe an underseed here, the British Bulldogs coming in at the sixth seed, taking on the fabulous Rougeaux, um in a battle that really had some geek. Probably the Bulldogs are a little under-seeded here at a sixth seed, but I ranked them a little bit lower in the seed just because of uh, the injuries Dynamite Kid had, and they their run was a little shorter than what it could have been. But regardless, an amazing team. Uh, going into the 7-10 matchup, this is a really outstanding matchup of Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood. This is before Ricky Steamboat went to WWE in the mid-'80s. But he and Jay Youngblood were an amazing tag team in the Jim Crockett promotions mid Atlantic territory in the early and mid 80s. Taking on Bad Company from AWA, uh, Pat Tanaka and Paul Diamond in the 710 matchup and the 215 matchup as we close bracket two, the Hart Foundation. Brett the Hitman Hart and Jim the Anvil Heart taking on the winner of a play in matchup of Greg Donye and Jim Brunzel from AWA long-time champions and multiple-time champions in the AWA in the early 80s, taking on the Lightning Express of Brad Armstrong and Tim Horner. So that concludes bracket two, and we're going to move on to bracket three. Bracket three and bracket four are really more of my powerhouse team brackets. Um, Had some more of the, like, uh, better technical wrestlers and smaller guys. in some cases, in bracket one and two. So, bracket three. We're starting off with one of the most dominant tag teams of all time as a number one seed, the Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal, with Precious Paul Ellering, taking on the Moon Dogs. So, a bunch of powerhouses and roughhousing guys going in that one sixteen matchup. and eight nine matchup. The New Age Outlaws from the WWE and Degeneration X, Billy Gunn and the Road Dog, taking on the APA, Ron Simmons. Then also known as Farouk and Bradshaw, one of my favorite teams, tough guys for sure. The five twelve matchup, we got the Russians, Ivan and Nikita Koloff, taken on Sergeant Slaughter and Don Kronol. The four thirteen matchup, we have Demolition, the Axe Smash version, taken on the Powers of Pain, the Warlord and Barbarian. The three fourteen matchup, we have Edge and Christian taken on. Uh, the 14 c Kurt Henning and Scott Hall, the AWA version before they went to WWE and WCW. So the 314 matchup, Edge and Christian taking on Kurt Henning and Scott Hall from the AWA version. The 611 matchup, we have a family affair going on here where we have Ted DiBiase and Mike Rotunda, IRS, Money Inc., taking on the Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt, who's the son of Mike Rotunda, and Luke Harper in a 6-11 matchup. The 7-10 matchup, we have the Nasty Boys coming in the 7 seed, taking on the Faces of Fear, Being and Barbarian. And the two fifteen matchup, we have the Dudley Boys as the 2 seed, taking on the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov as the 15 seed as we round out bracket three. Bracket four, we start with our number one seed, the Steiner Brothers. Rick and Scott Steiner taking on the 16 See the power and glory of Hercules and Paul Roma. The 8 9 matchup, we have some ECW tag team legends going on here. The Eliminators, Cronus and Saturn, taking on the gangsters of uh, Mustafa and New Jack. The 5 12 matchup, we have the Miracle Violence connection of Terry Bam Bam Gordy and Dr. Destiny Steve Williams <clears throat> taking on. The sheep herders as the twelve seed. Of course, the sheep herders were also known as the bushwhackers in late eighties WWF. Honestly, Gordy and Williams are probably a little underseated there, but since they did spend a fair amount of time and uh, in Japan, um, that's why they're seeded a little bit lower here. Even though that was an awesome tag team and former WCW tag team champions, the four seed goes to Doom, Ron Simmons, and Butch Reed. We're gonna go with uh, the uh, the Teddy Long manager version here, even though Woman was great. Taking on Gallows and Anderson as a 13 seed, so it's a tough matchup there. And Gallows and Anderson might be a little underseeded, but nevertheless a good matchup of Doom versus Gallows and Anderson. The 314 matchup. We have the Outsiders, Paul and Nash, as the three-seed, taking on the 14-seed, the Skyscrapers, the Sid Vicious and Danny Spivey version. and the 6-11 matchup, we have Japanese tag team Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody taking on the Stud Stable team from the, the CWA Continental tag team. That's uh, so Jimmy Golden and Robert Fuller, again, Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody probably under here as a sixth seed, but since they spent so much time in Japan and not in the U.S., that's why they're ranked a little bit lower here, even though, I mean, two of the toughest guys to ever lace up the piece. The seven seed, we got the Wild Samoans, uh, Atha and Sika as the seven seed, taking on the Samoan SWAT team at, as the ten seed. Of course, the Samoan SWAT team were uh, Samu and Fatu. Uh, of course, Fatu goes on to become Rikishi and also the dad of the Usos. So, got a Samoan affair going on there, at the 7-10 matchup. And the final matchup in bracket four, the two-seed Harlem Heat, Booker T, and Stevie Ray taking on the bar, Seamus and Cesaro, as a 15-seed. So, there you have it, folks. That's our... Bracket for brackets one, two, three, and four. We've got a lot of really outstanding teams. Um, some of these teams are arguably underseated based on their lack of uh, time together, and also maybe their lack of time in the United States. But uh, nevertheless, it is a bracket that anything can happen. So let's. Get ready to have our special guest, Ricky Morton, come on the show. Ricky's going to give his insight on these matchups and looking forward to getting his expertise. After all, he and Robert Gibson have been together for 40 years as they're winding down their career as a Rock and Roll Express, and we're looking forward to speaking with Ricky and seeing how these brackets turn out. So thanks so much for listening, and let's get ready to welcome Ricky Morton from Rock and Roll Express to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Living the Dream with Ben and Rodney. I'm your host Ben Wilson and I'm here with my new co-host Orly the Bulldog who is making his first appearance on camera. He is five months old and he is my new co-host with Rodney and today we're welcoming our special guest and friend Ricky Morton from the Rock and Roll Express to the show to discuss the world of professional wrestling. Of course Ricky is a as Fam- famous for his time with the rock and roll express with robert gibson he's a hall of famer and the greatest tag team of all time as far as multiple time nwa world champion and they've traveled the world and won every title you can almost ask for so uh we're so thankful to have ricky on the show so ricky thanks so much for coming on the show living the dream with ben and rodney
0: <laughs> well uh, ben it's a great pleasure to be here uh Thank you for asking me coming on. I enjoy. I love talking about wrestling, especially when it comes
1: to tag team wrestling. Exactly. I couldn't think of anybody more qualified to come on the show for our tag team bracket as we break down some matchups from some of the great teams of all time and see who is going to win our tag team bracket challenge for this year. Before we get into that, you've been very, very busy this year with the Rock and Roll Express farewell tour. So tell me how that's going because I've seen some of the matches and they've been really great.
0: Oh man, thank you. This is uh, you got to. This is forty years of being the Rock and Roll Express with Robert Gibson, the longest tag team ever in history to be together, and uh, and. and after all these years man what a great time we have but you know i have my son that's breaking through the business he's still got two more years of college but between now and when he gets out of college it's a lot i like to do with him a lot of time i like to spend with him on the road and teaching him about professional wrestling because it's all about about just being on tv every monday night or every tuesday or every wednesday uh our business is hard and you and it's just not like a game like everybody thinks it is. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Robert, Now, man, we're bouncing around. You know what? We're getting so many calls for bookings that uh, I think we're going to be on the, the KISS tour that we keep going forever, I would imagine, because, you know, the bookings are
1: coming in, and I still like, I still like performing. Well, I know um, you guys are going to be down in the Melbourne, Florida area where I live on July 9th for – the ARW promotion with Alex Red. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. I know you're going to be taking on Ryzen and I think Shannon Moore, who are their tag team champions. So I get to see the Rock and Roll uh, Express Farewell Tour up close and personal. Oh, man. Thank you. I can't wait to get there. Uh, love yeah. the state
0: of Florida. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess that's why you live there, huh? Exactly.
1: Okay. Of course, I'm from Paducah, gotcha. Kentucky, originally, and we had our um, wrestling back in the day with the Macho Man, Randy Savage, and I think it was uh, um, IPW is like him and Lanny Poffo and uh, so you back know, in the early 80s.
0: A lot of people from Paducah, Kentucky. Tony uh, Falk. You remember Tony Falk? Oh, from he's, Paduca, he's from Paducah?
2: I didn't yeah, know that. He I see uh,
0: Ricochet. He's from Paducah, Kentucky. He is. So, uh, yeah. Yep. He is. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, that's where Tony was born and raised at in Paducah, Kentucky. I didn't so, know uh, that. Yes, he sure was. So, uh, man, I... Uh, I just love our business. Sometimes I drag on and I kind of get lost Mm -hmm. because I think so much about this business.
1: Well, I tell you what, it's interesting when you think about when I started watching in the 80s, how the world of tag team wrestling has changed uh, since like the early 80s and until we have it now. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a bracket where I pick some of my favorite tag teams from like the late 70s, the 80s, 90s through today. And we're doing like an NCAA tournament style bracket where we're going to pick some um, bracket winners based on some matchups I thought were pretty cool. And I couldn't think of anybody more qualified to be my my uh, co-host on this than you. So appreciate oh, I, you being on the show. Yeah, man.
0: I, uh, thank you for having me. And I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. If you see me looking off, it's because I understand I'm 66 years old. I wear glasses. Can't hear good. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, I, I'm, I'm looking at my notes uh, because compare our tag teams is to get it together. I'm, uh, no, I'm not on a 45 second delay. I'm mm. doing pretty good. Okay, go ahead.
1: I'm talking, the thing I'm talk- is, I'm talking. Go ahead. The thing is, for this bracket, we had to do some homework. We had oh, to be yes. prepared. Okay. So Alrighty. for the fans listening, I've broken this down into four brackets, like you do for the NSA tournament. Instead of having an East bracket, a west bracket, a north or, or a south and a midwest bracket. I've got bracket one, bracket two, bracket three, and bracket four. So, bracket one, I'm just going to go over some of our top uh, two seeds just to go through it. And then Ricky and I'll get into the matchups and you guys can go from there and follow us along. Oh, so, it. bracket one, our first number one seed, obviously, is the Rock and Roll Express. And the number two seed in bracket two is the Midnight Express with Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane. Our bracket two, number one seeds are Jack and Jerry Briscoe. And the number two seed in bracket two is the Hart Foundation, Bret Hart and Jen the Anvil-Knight Bracket three, the number one seed there is the Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal. And the number two seed in bracket three are the Dudley Boys. Bracket four's number one seed is the Steiner Brothers. And the number two seed in bracket four are the Harlem Heat. So Stevie Ray and Booker T. So we got a lot of great matchups. So Ricky, why don't we go ahead and start with bracket one, which has the rock and roll express. And our first matchup is the rock and roll express versus the rock and roll RPMs of Tommy Lane and Mike Davis, who I remember from the world-class days. So what, what do you, th- what do you remember about the rock and roll RPMs? Cause you guys battled against them. I remember.
0: No. Yes. I remember Mike real good. And his partner, uh... You know, if they uh, everybody tried to have a rock and roll team, which is which is pretty <laughs> good. Every te- everyone in the territory, uh,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I like these guys. I work with them a lot. Uh, but are you asking me about what I think about this match? Absolutely. Well, it's like comparing a Volkswagen to a Rolls Royce, buddy. I
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're the 16th right. seed.
0: Yeah, that's why. Uh, no, no, I love them both. But, that uh, uh, you know, we'd have been. Move- okay. Absolutely. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, here's right. the thing. Any booker that picked anything different, they wouldn't have a second show because the fans wouldn't come back. <laughs> uh, no, they wouldn't. Uh, All right. All right. So I- we're moving the Rock and Roll Express along. And that you will face the winner of our 8-9 matchup, which is an interesting one, I think. Got Gino Hernandez and Chris Adams, the dynamic duo from the world class days, versus the rockers of Marty Gennetti and Shawn Michaels, another rock and roll team. So, what do you think about this matchup?
0: Well, you yeah, understand who go with another with Vern Gagne, put the the rockers together, put Midnight Rockers, mm-hmm. you know, the Midnight Express and the rockers. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels became one of the greatest performers ever in our business. Uh, hearsay, not to put him down, but to put this match here together. And, man, I have to go, and I'm serious, I'm going to go with Gene Ho Hernandez and Chris Adams. And why? Because mm-hmm. of the experience. Because of the experience. Yeah. And I don't know if you knew Chris. He was from England. but And mm-hmm. he was hammer time. But he was a tough guy, not only in the ring, but outside the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, both of these gentlemen lost their life. Uh, they couldn't carry on, but man, what a match that would be, but man, I, I'm going to have to go with Hernandez and Adams.
1: I agree. And I tell you what, I think Gino Hernandez is one of the most underrated heels of all time. He was so, so great in world-class as the heel for the Von Erics and just, I mean, a big time personality. There were rumors that he might be a horseman someday. And of course, he came from Joe Blanchard's um, promotion where he worked with Tully for many years. And
0: myself and Ken Lucas, and my other oh, years, right. you know, mm-hmm. I spent a lot, I spent a lot of time Southwest Championship wrestling. I spent a lot of time working with Gino and Tully. Uh, I got to know Gino real good. And what a talker, man, when you put that mic in his hand, brother, that's where your money come from because he was a uh, one of the a great guys on the stick is what absolutely.
2: All
1: right, All right. So we have Gino Hernandez and Chris Adams moving on. Nine or five twelve matchup in this bracket. The fabulous ones of Stan Lane and Steve Kern versus Strike Force of Rick Martel and Tito Santana. So how do you see this matchup going? Well,
0: I knew them both. I knew, you know, Stan Lane became one of the Midnight Express tough mm-hmm. guy, tough individual. And Steve Kern. Uh, everybody knows who he was, but then you stopped and you looked at Rick Martel, which was great. And there's nobody uh, that I think is, you know, Tito was one of the top workers in the world too. But I when agree. you go to tag team, but when you go to tag team wrestling, and 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 you didn't spend your time in single wrestling a lot, but the fabulous ones spent time in the tag team wrestling. I know they went on to burn gandia. But – and and I know I'm a little – they're from the south. Uh, I'm just – I'm going to pick the fabulous ones. I think right. they would be a better match and uh, a better team because they had their stuff together. They knew mm-hmm. their tag – see, what, what makes a good tag team, and 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 I'm telling you, is they know each other. Uh, you know what the other one's going to do before he does it. And when he does something, you know how to kind of react in a rink uh. Especially in our day, we didn't we didn't talk over the matches. We didn't go in the back and do this and we do that. Did it all Mm -hmm. in the ring. So uh, that's so. And they were from the south, and
1: that's how they learned that. And man, they were over too because they started in Memphis, I think, right with Jerry Lawler's territory. But uh,
0: yeah, Jerry Jarrett Lawler was you know they him and they both on it. You know the fabulous ones were so over, but in our business sometimes uh, you you think. That just because you're over that like that you could you know th- these guys bit their nose up the spiked their face. now and, mm-hmm. and, and i'm and i'm sorry to say that but they were so over and i loved them and, and and at that time we were all young and, and and you wish you could go back over the years but you, you know you you're you can't fight city hall when mm-hmm. you're into ter- when somebody else owns the territory uh sometimes that's hard to understand in our wrestling business But you stop to think about it, you know what I mean. Because, see, this pencil Mm -hmm. is mightier than a sword when you're in a territory.
1: All right. Right. Well, that's a good good matchup. And I did love Strike Force with Martel and Santana. But the thing is, they were a a tag team for only a short period of time. Yes. I don't think they have the longevity to move on here. So I agree. Fabulous ones move on. So our next matchup, the Hardy Boys of Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy versus – Lucha Brothers from AEW, Ray Phoenix, and uh Pentagon L Zero. So some high flyers in this matchup. So how do you see that matchup going?
0: You know, it amazes me when I watch these Lucha Brothers wrestle on AEW. Some of the things they do. Uh, I'm waiting for them to shoot one of them out of a cannon next <laughs> week. <laughs> That's uh, probably true. And they but don't get me wrong, man. These guys are so exciting. They're one of the you know, the tag team they put together uh especially the lucha wrestling they get a lot of ratings but they can't compare to the hardy boys you know jeff and Matt hardy jeff and Matt hardy are are one of my favorite tag teams of all times uh in this world they uh i mean they they've been you know i knew these guys when they were 15 and 16 years old wrestling on independent shows right Uh, you know, Jeff would come out, you know, he Jeff had like two or three gimmicks, you know, he'd mm-hmm. wrestle two or three different matches. You know, he'd be the the whiz or something, one will o' the wisp, and then he'd mm-hmm. be this person, he'd come out and all these guys. You know, and, and that's what people don't understand either about the Hardy boys. Nothing was ever given to them. You know, they was at the right place at the right time and they took advantage of it and they run with it and they became th- in the mm. top tag teams in the world.
1: And you know what was cool with them is that late 90s when they came on, they were smaller guys. And a lot of the big team uh, teams back big tag teams then were big guys like the Dudley Boys and Ron Simmons and Bradshaw, the Road Warriors and stuff. And so they were a smaller team that kind of transcended this uh, hardcore wrestling, but the aerial stuff that has led on to the Young Bucks and other tag teams, well, like the Lucha Brothers in a way. So,
2: yeah, an
1: Yeah. All right. So, the Hardy Boys move on. So, just to kind of recap where we are, we've picked the Rock and Roll Express over the Rock and Roll RPMs, Gino Hernandez and Chris Adams, the dynamic duo over the Rockers, Marty Gennetti and Shawn Michaels, the Fabulous Ones, Steve Lane and Steve Kern over Strike Force, the Hardy Boys over the Lucha Brothers. And going into our bottom half of the bracket, we're going to a 70s team here. Well, really, late sixties too. The Minnesota Wrecking Crew of Ole Anderson and Gene Anderson versus one of the first tag teams I remember from Georgia Championship Wrestling, Mister Wrestling One and Mister Wrestling Two. So, how do you see this matchup going, Ricky?
0: Well, you're you going back to the old days, and and go. I, I knew Johnny Walker. Uh, I don't know who the two was at the time that in the Georgia, but I remember Hercules Hernandez was pro wrestling mm. too when we were in Louisiana. Right. Uh, him and Johnny Walker. And and personally, I uh the Minnesota wrecking crew, you know, with Ole and Gene, whole different thing than uh than Ole and R and whole different thing right here. Uh listen to me. Uh Ole and Gene <laughs> they could eat through a Bob Water fence. Uh I don't see nobody I mean, I don't see wrestling one and two beating them in the long run. Uh, Gene and Oli would find a body part and work on it forever. Yeah, you know they worked that body part for forty five minutes in that match until you wasn't able to do it. Uh, I have to go with you. Oli and Gene.
1: That's my. I point. agree. You know, that's interesting what you bring up with Oli about working on the body part stuff because you don't sometimes see that in a lot of the modern wrestling but I'll go back and watch some of those old Georgia championship wrestling matches with him and even the world championship wrestling. And he would, he'd get you like in a hammer lock and he'd stay on that hammer lock, like the whole match. And he focused on the arm and or, or the leg or whatever, but he, he did. He just focused on one body part and wore it out.
0: Yeah. And in our business too, buddy, don't think that he
1: didn't mean what he was doing See, to a
0: lot of us in this business our it's not a joke and not a game. Right. Okay. It's hard. He was one tough. Okay. Customer. We did. You you ain't lying. And I was part of that, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, they they you have somebody to work your arm for 35, 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. Oh, next day, you know, it's it's not like like you mean you have to put ice on everything. These guys worked hard and and they done. So I got to give it to the Minnesota Wrecking Crew.
1: All right. So moving on to a matchup of someone who only some guys who only knows a little bit about. Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson versus FTR, sort of a team that with Dax um, and Cash that some people call the modern version of Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. You've been in the ring with both of these guys. How do you see this matchup going? A lot of good tacticians wow. here.
0: Wow, this is a really a hard pick here, but understand in today's world of professional wrestling, FTR to me is the best heel team the business mm-hmm. but as the years changed in our business and you got to go back to 1985 where we wrestled maybe eight or nine times a week uh i don't know if you knew that we wrestled mm-hmm. twice on saturday twice on sunday mm-hmm. uh i had a long run with tully and art and i wrestled ftr uh ftr right now to me today is the toughest Hill team in their business and the best, but there's no comparison to Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson in their prime. In their prime, they got the job done uh, no matter what. Uh, it's a hard pick, but I'm gonna go with Tully and
1: Arn. Uh, I I agree. It's
0: it's just our day, Tully and Arn. Okay,
1: Okay. all right. All right, so moving on, going on to one of my favorite tag teams here, our number seven. Team in this bracket, the Fantastics, Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers versus the Young Bucks of Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson. So we got some teams here that can move. Of course, the Fantastics, one of the best face, baby face tag teams of my generation of uh, growing up, and of course, your generation, Ricky, versus the Young Bucks that Dave Meltzer loves them. Every match they have is a five-star match. So how do you see these guys matching up?
0: Well, <laughs> In today's world, we're going to go back again. In today's world, they're they're five-star wrestlers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like the Young Bucks. I really do. I knew Tommy Rogers and Bobby Fortin. Uh, I knew that when they worked territories, and and, and it was hard to be the fantastics, because usually they came in after Robert and I left. Right. or Or the fabulous ones left. And see, that's all. A lot of bu- boots Well, they, they were underrated, but they were great. But today's generation, uh in today's world, man, uh <laughs> I don't think they could have a chance to get the young bucks. I think the young bucks are super keeped the shit out of them all the way out of the ring. So oh, that's, young bucks. That's my point of view. I'm with the young bucks here, bud. All righty. Tell yours. What do you think?
1: See, I I respect the Young Bucks. Um, Like the match that they had in the cage for the title a couple of, I guess about a year ago against the Lucha Brothers, that was an amazing match. Um, I just think they're too flippy and gymnastically for me. So I love the Fantastics. So I probably would have gone with the Fantastics here. However, the Young Bucks moving on says of a potential second-round matchup that... Your arch nemesis Jim Cornette would love to have cuz Jim Holy. Cornette is not a fan of the the young bucks but we have the oh, Midnight who Express. Told you that? <laughs> I listen to his podcast. <laughs> I listen I listened to his podcast. But we have the Midnight Express Bobby Eaton and the Stan Lane version versus the original Midnight Express the Dennis Condry and Randy Rose version. And of course the Midnight Express with uh, Bobby Eaton and Dennis Condry was great too. I just happened to pick the Stan Lane version because that's kind of the version I watched a little more of. Dennis Condry had moved on when I was watching him a little more. But anyway, you got four guys here who are really excellent tag team wrestlers. I mean, Bobby Eaton may be one of the smoothest wrestlers to ever uh, lace up the boots. Um, how do you see this matchup going?
0: Well, I went through the Midnight Express, all of them. Yeah, you, you left one of them out, go Austin. He oh. was one of them. He was one of the Midnight, him and Dennis Condry were the mm-hmm. first Midnight Express. And then no, Dennis Condry and Randy Rhodes was first and Novell joined them, had the, the third man. And but then but yeah uh, in our day when Robert and I wrestled, uh Bobby and and Dennis, mm. uh amazing matches, amazing things. But things happen in our business that I don't know about. But when you have a tag team with Jimmy Cornette that's over that big on national TV and one of them leave mm-hmm. and Stan and Stan Lane comes in and they don't miss a beat
2: mm-hmm. nobody
0: Dennis was even gone well it's no brainer to me it's Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane Uh yeah. Bobby Eaton was uh to me is one of my best friends but, he's, but I learned a lot see I learned a lot from Bobby too about working with it in our business see I and it's hard because people want to break into our business and, and they think by watching it on TV, it's not. Uh, mm. Our problem today in our business is that people don't understand it.
2: Mm.
0: So, Bobby Eaton was one of the greatest technicians ever in the ring. If guys want to break into business, just watch Bobby. Just the little things that he does when he puts together their match, because those little things make one big thing, it tells mm. the greatest story in the world. And Stan Lane, yeah, I mean, looked at him. I mean, he was uh, a. a that body that man, that when he come in and took Dennis's place, it's like, and, and I'm saying this, it's not to be mean, but it's like Dennis never existed mm-hmm. after that. Uh, so uh, I'm going with the Benet Express, Bobby Eaton and Stanley.
1: You think Jim Cornette gets involved in this with cause Polly dangerously was also the manager here. We got to have a little manager interference here. Oh,
0: oh, oh yeah. Jimmy Cornette, He, He's, he's into everything. Do you know, uh, in my day, I, they had so much heat, especially when we started out in Louisiana territories. Yeah. Once Jimmy Cornette learn how to fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the fans whooped his ass every night. Uh I'm sorry, I dropped something my one of my ear pods fell out. Mm-hmm. But he uh I watched he got tired of getting his ass whooped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so and uh, he became very dangerous with that racket. Uh so uh yeah, oh yeah. Jimmy might have busted one of them with
1: the racket. All right. So we got the Midnight Express, Eaton and Lane moving on. So now we're going to head into our second round matchups here in the bracket one. We got the Rock and Roll Express versus Gino Hernandez and Chris Adams. This is a fantastic matchup. I would love to have seen this in real life. I mean, the promos would be amazing. You got four guys who can work in the ring. I mean, how do you see this going, Ricky?
0: Now, we, this is on bracket two, right here. What matches? Oh, no,
1: the second matchup, uh, the Rock and Roll Express versus Gino Hernandez and Chris. Adler. Oh, oh, I got you here. We're but, gonna uh, finish all of bracket one first before we go to bracket. Okay,
0: two. okay, I got you. Now, it's I had a lot of matches with Gino, I knew Gino very good. Myself mm-hmm. and Ken Luc- Lucas were the Southwest Tag Team Champions, uh, on several different occasions against Gino and Tully in Southwest Championship Wrestling. But when Robert and I got together, not only did we take the tag teams in Louisiana, every territory went in, but nine-time world tag team champions. I'm not taking away nothing from either one of them because they were great. Uh, but I'm to have to be like Barry Hardwoods and I had to pat myself on the back. I'm going with the Rock and Roll Express. Okay. I agree.
1: <laughs> I agree. All right. I think those guys, I think Gino would know though. I mean, he's there to be the heel and sell and stuff. But I think I think I could see him like throwing a fireball and in, in your your face or you ducking or something. They're gonna do something to get the heat on you, and Robert's gonna have to come for the save.
0: Oh yeah, they're gonna throw the fireball under duck and he's gonna hit Chris Adams with it.
1: Exactly. All right. <laughs> okay. All right, so next matchup we got the fabulous ones, of Stan Lane and Steve Pern versus the Hardy Boys.
0: Da, how do you da, see da, this da, matchup going? Uh, should I explain it? Or sure. do you know?
1: <laughs> I think I know who you're going to go with, but give me your analysis. That's why you're the expert and Hall of Famer here.
0: Well, it's, it's not that uh, I'm going with with the days how it is, and and uh, and the breed. You know, the Hardy Boys are brothers. They know each other like the back of the book now stan lane and steve kern were a great tag team together but after the years of experience they didn't stay together that long if you really think about it Yeah, mm-hmm. they maybe a couple of years the hardy boys have been together all their life they would know every weakness everything about what the fabulous done in the first five minutes of the match mm-hmm. uh putting together with their high flying matt and jeff uh, I would have to say that they would beat
1: the fatless Ones. I agree with you. That's going to set up a matchup of the Rock and Roll Express and the Hardy Boys in just a few minutes that we'll get to. Okay. All right. So our next second-round matchup in bracket one, we got a dandy here. The Minnesota Wrecking Crew of Ole and Gene Anderson versus Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. How do you gotcha. see that one going? Boy, that's that's a real well, event match right there, isn't it? Hey, I would buy a
0: ticket and drive to Nashville to see it myself. Uh that's a yes, and, and it really is. You have to I look at this, I look at – that we talked earlier about the creation of Arn. I mean of Oli, how he works the hoax and he works to arm and Gene come right in it too. But you got to see that Arn learned all of this from Oli.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, all of this simole. Then as they created the full horsemen, you had Rick Flair, you know, uh, at that time it was Rick Flair, like Sluger, Arn Anderson, they had a whole bunch of different ones. Barry Wennams with JJ Dillon manage them. Mm-hmm. But I think with the experience of Oleo in the days, uh and it's just a really I mean it's just the last of the whole match. I think Tully and Arn. Tully and Arn. Yes, I they would beat,
1: They beat their former horseman Ole, and they kick him out of the horseman just like they did in 1980. Oh, yeah. Yes, and and uh and uh JJ would help him win the match. I agree. That's how it should oh, be booked. Right. All right. So we got, got Tully you. and Aaron moving on and our final second round matchup, the Young Bucks versus the Midnight Express with Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane. You know, I if you he pick this one way, you're never going to talk to Jim Cornette again. If he listens
0: well, to I know it. Well, what a, what a bunch, what a bunch of heat this week. Oh <laughs> my gosh. But, Could you imagine? But, but, do, but do you know, and this is something I'm going to say uh, uh, on your podcast. I don't know Jimmy Cornette's going to hate you for this in our business. You have to go with what they're watching. Uh, as to me, I don't like to win. Do you understand? I mean, this is hard, and I'm sorry to say this. Mm-hmm. I don't like to win because the people pay to see me win, and Jimmy Cornette keeps screwing me. Mm-hmm. You hear me? Mm-hmm. The Young Bucks, the Young Bucks are great, but I, I'm going to have to get them out of this category to me because i gotta, I got to have Jimmy Cornette screwing the Young Bucks
1: Exactly because, exactly. Yes.
0: And uh and I and I have to because not only am I thinking about the matches in here for the fans, but I'm thinking about putting asses in the seats for next week. Absolutely. Okay? Yes. Yeah, all right. Now that's where I'm going to. The Young Bucks is the great well in the top three greatest tag teams in the world. But I right but now. I, but, mm-hmm. but Bobby and Stan with jimmy cornett they would have took him out some way or somehow some screw job all right well
1: cornett's getting his racket shots in on the young bucks i mean when i listen oh, to his yeah. podcast i mean the disdain he has for those two guys is at a 10 so he's definitely getting his shots in here so i agree with you midnight express over the young bucks that way you can keep talking to jim cornett now all right awesome. so our remaining, we got, we're got. we down to our final four in bracket one. We've got the Rock and Roll Express versus the Hardy Boys. And then we got Tully and Arn versus the Midnight Express. So, Ricky, okay. how do you see you and uh, Robert matching up with the Hardy Boys? This is oh, kind oh, of a matchup here.
0: Yeah, and this is really going to happen, I think, in December. Oh, wow. Robert, yeah, Robert and I are going to be going against the Hardy Boys. Oh, okay. Awesome. At this time right now, I'm 66 years old. Robert's 64. Mm-hmm. I stay in the ring 90% of the time. <laughs> and I do. Uh because it's the way it is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Back in our day, we could have it going. Uh duking it out. But then again, I'm here to put asses in the seats.
1: Oh me. I made Well, mistake. this is this would also be you and Robert in your prime. against well, in, our, in the prime.
0: Well, okay. In our prime, he, yeah. Godzilla couldn't have us. But I'm still a businessman. You hear me? Yep. I am. The Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys. I picked the Hardy Boys, but the reason why is because I'm looking for the next bracket. Okay.
1: All right. So you're picking the Hardy Boys over the Rock and Roll Express.
0: Yes, I am.
1: All right. Boy, I I would figured you guys would get to the finals for sure. Well, I'm looking.
0: But, see, I'm I'm doing this as a booker and a promoter. All right. Okay, so I'm looking Hardy to The party Boys out.
1: over the Rock and Roll Express, the number one seed, yes. is upset.
0: Yes, sure do. Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: Now what so, we're going to. Next matchup is Hully and Iron versus the Midnight Express. That's sold out anywhere in the country.
0: That's was. A sold out match. Okay. Do yeah. you understand me? And, Absolutely. and you got the same, you got the same way. You have Jimmy Cornet with Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane running around that ring. But somehow, some miracle.
1: Jay Dillon
0: screws the Midnight Express and Tully and Arn go over.
1: Tully and Arn that, go over. Yes, so we I got. Did. This is like an NCAA tournament March Madness upset bracket. We've got a four seed versus the six seed to come out of this bracket. we got the Hardy Boys versus Tully and Arm. So who are you picking Sir, there?
0: Who am I picking here? Well, as to make the money, this is the blow-off. Do you understand anything I'm saying when I talk about
1: I the wrestling? All I right, do. All right,
0: got to have the blow-off, don't we? It is. The blow-off office where you make all the people happy mm-hmm. out of this category and then we'll make them mad later on to get them to come back uh for somehow some miracle boys come out on top the hardy boys i'm trying to sell tickets right here to the, for, to the next bracket now this is me being a booker okay all right uh, this is what
1: i'm trying to to put you down <laughs> doing that, okay see now so, i figured i see i figured we would at least get gotten to a rock and roll express versus midnight express matchup in the finals
0: uh they are already didn't happen no. all right okay now i got the hardy boys over here okay, okay. in uh my hardy boys number- win
1: bracket number one
0: Yes, my bracket number one. Now we're going to go to bracket number two over here. Where? What we got here in our first match.
1: Our first matchup are Jack and Jerry Briscoe versus, I have a a matchup, kind of a play-in match, because I wanted to mention a couple of guys just to make sure they got mentioned in tag team wrestling. Um, They would get the winner of the East-West Connection of Adrian Adonis and Jesse the Body Ventura, who are in the AWA, And champions for like a a good solid year in in 1980 versus the Southern boys of Tracy Smothers and Steve Armstrong. And I just wanted to make sure that Tracy Smothers got mentioned on this podcast because he was a good, a good solid Southern wrestler for so many years. And, and I just wanted to make sure he was included here. So how would you see the matchup of Adrian Adonis and Jesse Ventura versus the Southern boys? And then we'll talk about the winner going against the Briscoes okay now
0: what what i'm going to do i'm glad you mentioned tracy on here tracy was a big part of uh, smoky mountain wrestling with jimmy cornett absolutely Uh, i became good friends with tracy uh we had a great run in smoky mountain wrestling while it lasted uh but you know now we're going away from the smoky mountain wrestling to the big boys uh and, and you're asking me this uh you know adrian Adonis and Jesse—they uh, would have been a winner. So the wild Out Southern boys. Uh, I just—I just picked them. I picked the AWA mm-hmm. at that I time agree. Over, over the Smoky Mountain champions. So now, and now we're gonna put this match right here with uh, Jack and Jerry Briscoe.
1: Yeah, well, those were two tough guys, and I put I picked them number one because I thought about putting the Heart Foundation number one. But when you go back and look at the Briscoe's career, what an amazing tag team this was.
0: But they were brother wrestlers and they were shooters. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, what I'm trying to tell you is, is if they liked you, God, you had great matches. And if they didn't like you, you know, it was, <laughs> they stick your head up your ass. Uh, no, <laughs> they no, they were good businessmen. But, you know, I'm going to, Jack, and Jerry, they're my number one pick on that one. Okay, okay. Are they so going to move Jesse? on. Yeah, they move on. They're, they're gonna beat them. Okay, so next
1: in our next matchup, we're going to another set of Briscoes, Mark and Jay, who are still active and recently had a great match with FTR. So, the Briscoes versus the Uso brothers of WWE. How do you see that yes. matchup going? Well, this, you know,
0: this is hard because really this right here is not about uh, the wrestling. It's about the companies they work for. Uh, the Briscoes, Robert and I have wrestled them many, many times, had great matches with them, and I love them. And uh, please, a- a- as a this finisher, that's either team. Do not take this as i disrespected you in no form or fashion. I'm here on a podcast, and I'm just giving my truly answers and and without explaining because I don't want to explain because really it'd be heat, <laughs> okay? Uh, but I picked the Usos. The
1: Usos, all right. Yes. Usos move on. So our next matchup, one of my favorite teams of all time, the Fabulous Freebirds. This would be Michael Hayes, Terry Gordy, and Buddy Roberts. But in the matchup, it would probably be just Gordy and Hayes versus the New Day. Of course, uh, of oh. Kofi Kingston, Big E, and. Um, uh Woods, Xavier Woods. So how do you see the well, matchup Freebirds and the New Day going? Oh man. Is Terry Gordy just beat them all up by himself? Well,
0: Terry Gordy was a tough guy. Michael Hayes. Uh when they first come out, man, they you know, that's when music first started got complete with wrestling. God, they'd come out to the Freebird music. All them people in these auditoriums, they'd lose their minds. Uh, Michael went on to a great career with WWE behind the scenes. Uh, But for some reason, they now, because of the difference of the wrestling, and, and I know Terry and Michael, Jimmy, when he was part of them. And I knew all of them when they hung out and went around. But I got to pick the new day. It's a new day of wrestling. It's a new day of wrestling. And uh, and I would have to pick the new day. It's just a new day here. And and the new day does it for me.
1: Oh, my heart is breaking. (laughs) I'm
0: a huge Uh, Freebird fan.
1: My heart is breaking. I'm a huge uh,
0: Freebird fan. But well, okay, I got you. But business is business, that's true. That's that's why you're and 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 remember this too you know, my opinions just like my ass, everybody's got
1: one, okay? Yeah, but you've got 40 years of experience (laughs) behind yours, Uh all right? Well, you know, Ricky, in these tournament brackets, there's usually a 12 5 upset. We've already got ours the new day over the freebirds, all Uh right. So our next matchup, the four thirteen matchup, Kerry and Kevin Von Erich versus the current WWE team of RK Bro, Randy Orton, and Matt Riddle. The reason why I came up with this pairing, Matt Riddle and Kevin Von Erich both are barefoot wrestlers, and Randy Orton and Kerry Von Erich are both second generation. Well, actually, um, yeah. Randy Orton's oh. a third generation wrestler.
0: Yes, he is. His grandfather wrestled too.
1: Yeah, this so is how time. do you see this matchup going?
0: Wow, this is really hard because you know Randy, what a career he's had in WWE. But you got to understand, he had a career mostly by himself. Mm. I know he's got a new tag team partner that, that's with him that are incredibly good, incredibly strong, and brother. But I think two on two together with the experience. I'm gonna have to go with the Von Eric's.
1: All right. Uh, I agree. And
0: uh and I and I really do. I mean, you have to go with Kevin and, and Carrie. They were you know, they're really cool. You know, I mean, I just these guys were amazing in the rink. They had a mm-hmm. lot of heat because they're because their dad owned the territory. Uh, and it, and sometimes it's that's hard because you get pushed by your dad. But these guys they deserved what they got. Uh you know Kerry C- Von Erich had one of the best bodies I ever seen. Oh, he looked like su- he looked like Superman walking down the road and 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 they and they good they were good business guys and they were great workers.
1: Yeah. So I'm Cary going, I'm going was,
0: with the Von Erichs.
1: Yep. Kerry Von Erich was one of my favorites. I'd come mm-hmm. home from work and or work from school and see them uh, on World Class yes. on ESPN so Kerry was I'm new. sorry, I'm going
0: off camera. Okay, if I go off camera, just tell me to get back up. So I'm just. Oh, you're fine. Reading, We're all on audio, reading so. my, I'm reading my notes here. You know, I got exactly. you going.
1: See, cool. that's why you're a good guest. You're prepared, you study, give good analysis here. So, Great all right, God. well, let's keep the theme of brothers going on here. We got um, the Funk Brothers, the number three seed, Terry and Dory Funk Jr., and versus the number 14 seed, the soul patrol team of Rocky Johnson, the rock's dad and Tony Atlas, Mr. USA, who I remember from the early like 83, 84 WWF at the time. So how yeah, do you see uh, this matchup going on? I, I, I know all these
0: guys personally real good. Uh, the rock, not the rock, but Rocky Johnson, the rocks dad, he's him and my dad were great friends. Uh, mm-hmm. I grew up in a business, uh, with my dad, you know, I, I was second generation. Dr. Like Rock is second generation mm. too, but I'm uh, but I'm older and he is. I, I knew Rocky real good, and Tony Atlas is a good friend of mine. I know have worked at territories with him back in North Carolina, uh, the Georgia days. But then again, we're going back to the experience of being in Ringus Tai Teams. Brothers, mm. Dory and, and Terry. Uh, I, I wouldn't, and, and don't get me wrong, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't think they'd have a chance again. Get some, uh, Dory and Terry, they're my wonders of that match.
1: All right, you know what's interesting what's your- with the Funks? I would have gone with the Funks too. Um, I mean, Terry Funk is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, and I didn't really remember that much of Dory Funk because he was Hoss Funk in WWE f with jimmy hart for a while so but of course one of the great wrestlers in the 70s they wrestled in japan a lot and i've watched a lot of their japanese uh, matches on youtube and just i mean amazing technical wrestlers and then with the funks being successful over there they brought over like stan hansen and bruiser brody and then terry gordy and steve williams went over there so i yeah, agree I with you with the the,
0: funks. i just put a I just put on my Instagram earlier a picture of us in Japan. I was with Terry there. Terry Funk got me over in Japan, uh mm-hmm. wrestling him over there. I, you know, and Stan Hansen too, but you uh but just the work with them. Terry, Terry is an incredible wrestler and an incredible mind for the business. Him and Dory both were. Mm-hmm. So we got that out of the way. That's the funk brothers.
1: I agree. All right, next matchup yeah. on a 6'11 matchup. Some real-life heat in this matchup, the British Bulldogs, Dynamite Kid and Davy Boy Smith with Matilda. I feel like I've been wrestling a Bulldog here with Farley nipping at my hands and arms and stuff versus (laughs) the fabulous Rougeau brothers, Raymond Rougeau and Jacques Rougeau. And, of course, there was some real heat where I guess back in the WWF days, the Dynamite Kid had been ribbing the Rougeau brothers, and they had enough. Apparently, Jacques Rougeau allegedly had a – Full of quarters and busted dynamite kid in the mouth and knocked his teeth out. But, um, I mean, uh, some great tag teams here. I mean, British Bulldogs were big time over in my house because we were Bulldog fans. Uh, I know you guys have wrestled them in the past. Yes. So, um, how do you see this matchup going?
0: Well, you, you understand me. See, when a guy runs up and hits you uh, with a roll of quarters <laughs> and knocks your teeth out, I mean, he's scared to death of you and he has a good reason to be scared to death of you. You better run your ass away if you don't go
1: down. British
0: Bulldogs, without a doubt.
1: Without a doubt. All right. So next matchup we're going to have Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood, really great team in the uh, Jim Crockett Promotions Territory, versus Bad Company of Pat Tanaka and Paul Diamond of AWD. Oh, yes. How do you see this one
0: going Okay, you know this is gonna be short sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I, I knew on you Pat Tanaka and on knew Paul Diamond. You're real good, but uh this right here is for the janitors to take care of Ricky Steamboat, just get the broom and Jay get the mop, just get him out of the ring. All right. <laughs> Ricky Steamboat, Ricky Steamboat. All right. right. And 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 it and I'm true. I mean these guys we're one of the top tag teams in the world that, uh, you know, I- I- time, you know, yeah. they were great. You know, they carried the uh, middle Atlantic territory for years. Yeah.
1: Yes. No, they're amazing.
0: Yes. They I are. agree.
1: All right. So Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood move on and our final matchup here. We have the Hart foundation as a two seed going in against another play in matchup for the 15 seed. Cause I wanted to mention the uh, two guys in particular. We have Brad Armstrong and Tim Horner, the Lightning Express, versus Greg Gagné and Jim Brunzel from AWA. Um, I love Brad Armstrong and Tim Porner. I definitely wanted to mention them on this podcast. And, of course, Greg Gagné and Jim Brunzel were a top team in the AWA in the early 80s. So a lot of good technical wrestlers here. How do you see this matchup going?
0: Well, Brad Armstrong, matter of fact, I named one of my kids after Brad uh brad armstrong was one of the greatest workers i ever seen perform if brad would have been brad when the camera come on i mean if brad if you know he's a difference between him and road dog you know road dog could talk, he can go if brad would have did that he would have been the world heavyweight champion i -hmm. mean that's how good he was uh Mm -hmm. but when the camera was off you couldn't believe brad was one of the greatest funniest guys ever been but him and tim you know but and Tim Horner was a good worker in the business, but they couldn't, they wouldn't be able to hold a candle to Greg and Jim. They, mm-hmm. uh, they would just have more experience, more tag team ability to, uh, to carry on that match. I mean, they'd they'd win. Greg and and uh, Jim, to me.
1: Okay. So how do you see Greg and Jim uh, matching up against the Hart Foundation, Brett, uh Bret Hart and Jim Anvil Nighthart? <sighs> Well, um, <laughs> it's hard to
0: say, but uh, I'm just going to go with it. the the Foundation. I agree to pick. Them. Yes. The Hart Foundation would have beat them, so Okay.
1: So moving on, we got our second round matchup in bracket two, starting with Jack and Jerry Briscoe versus the Usos. It's a pretty interesting matchup there. What, what do you How do you think that'll go down?
0: Uh, I'm just looking here at my notes. I'm sorry. I'm trying to compare this down. Yeah. We got
1: Jack uh, and Jerry Bristol. You know, I episode. got,
0: I got, we, we're in a, de- a new day, a new world. Uh, we're in a fast paced wrestling and we, we can go then or we can go now, but you see those they're They're that fast paced wrestling that would get you. I mean, in, you know, and, in, and, and and the Briscoes would be, wow, this is a, I'm going to go with the Usos. I mean, really? uh, because,
2: mm-hmm. and, and
0: the really why is because, you know, do you know how hard it is to have their job these days? And they keep it. Uh,
1: well, the other thing, and, and really, I, if you think.
0: I, and I want to tell you a, a story, and and you believe me, okay? Okay. You see a lot of guys, that, you know, they WWE let go. You hear me? Mm,
1: Yep, I'm with you.
0: You let go. And I don't care what anybody else tells you or what they want to, some kind of bullshit that they're feeding you. What a different world today. We're in a hustle and a bustle. And If you show one sign of weakness, you're going to get Mm -hmm. eaten up by the dinosaur.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Our business these days is usos. You watch them. Mm -hmm. They hustle. They're fast. They're tough. Uh, they hang with the big boys. Do you understand me? And they're good both in everything. Yeah, but I'm talking about with the traveling, the workouts, the oh. interview all day. See, a lot of people can't hang because of that. Mm-hmm. You got to be. I mean, you can't. And one thing that I know about them, they never complain. You hear me? I need yeah. to take off. I'm so tired. I hurt. I'm playing uh, that. That. If you know these guys, this is who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, these Uso boys are for real.
1: And they've uh, been around a long time.
0: Yeah, but the best hadn't came yet. The best mm-hmm. is still to come for them, okay?
1: And, well, I uh, do like their, their current situation with Roman Reigns and the, uh, the bloodline. I mean, they've been fantastic in that. Oh, yes. So the Uso's.
0: Okay. Yes. That's I, right. I think the Uso's over them because.
1: Not, of
0: that you know, because of the old wrestling and how good they were, great. I'm just talking about the performance of so nowadays. The mm-hmm. Usos, you know, it's they're prepared for it.
1: All right. So our next second round matchup, we got the New Day versus Kevin and Kerry Von Eric. You got some powerhouses in this matchup too, with um, Big E vote going against Kerry.
0: Boy, uh, uh, I'm telling you, and. This is hard. I don't I don't want to bury nobody or bury myself on this. I'm going to the same thing, these Uso boys. I'm at the Uso boys. I'm talking about the the New Day. They're in the same category as Usos.
2: Mm-hmm. Their
0: performance level, every day working, uh not letting things get to them. I think by the time this match come with the Von and when they met the New Day, that Carrie and Kevin couldn't couldn't control themselves uh, yeah. in the environment that they're in and the new day could.
1: So I'm mm-hmm. going to pick the new day and okay. that's just the way it is. All right. So we got the new day moving on as a 12 seed. Gosh, this is like this year's NSA tournament, the, yes 12, sir, the 12 seed versus the nine seed going into the next round. And here we've got a matchup. Uh, next, we got the Funk brothers versus the British Bulldogs, the three six matchup. So how you see that going?
0: Wow. Versus the British Bulldogs. Wow. Let's me just sit here and think about this for a minute. You know, uh Terry and Dory were the world tag team champions. I think the British Bulldogs were the world tag team champions, weren't
1: they? And WWF, yep,
0: they were. Yes, they, the sure only were. reason they
1: lost it was when Dynamite Kid uh hurt his back and then they had to lose it to the Heart Foundation
0: yes I, I i got you and that's where sometimes you might take that out as a weak as a weakness uh but still i'm gonna have to go with the british bulldogs no matter right. what i'm going with the british bulldogs uh i knew these guys personally i knew how tough they were and uh they didn't you know no wasn't in that category it's just uh they hung
1: with the best. Well, my Bulldog Farley appreciates that pick. The Bulldogs I keep play. moving on. All right. Next matchup, I would pay some good money to watch this if it really happened. Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood versus the Hart Foundation.
0: Wow. I know. I would, too. I that, mean, was that's a... now, th- that was Brett and Jim. Brett. Yep. Brett Hart and Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Yes. uh, I like this, but I think some way Brett Hart would have beat Jay Youngblood.
1: Uh, I, I think so, too. Yes. Uh,
0: Brett would have came through with that.
1: All right. So, so our final four in bracket two, some old rivals here, the Usos versus the New Day, and then we'll get to the British Bulldogs versus the Hart Foundation. So how do you see the Usos and the New Day matching?
0: Ah. Uh, Wow. Same thing going. Uh, And I'm going to go company-wise. I'm going to go where the money is. I'm going to go with New Day. New Day. All right. Yes, sir. I'm just going to where the money is. Well, (laughs) here's the
1: thing, too. The New Day, um, they've been around, and they have won many championships. Kofi Kingston is an excellent performer. Big E, is strong as an ox, has gotten much, much better. Uh, is he, ba- is he is back pre- yet? No, he's, he's still, still he's still out with that neck injury. But uh, they've yeah. been a tremendous tag team, and they can wrestle with anybody.
0: Uh, yeah, and plus, you know, by the yeah, you just said that. They proved their stuff on TV uh, many a times, and uh, that was good. I'll, uh, I'll, new day, any day.
1: <laughs> right. new day, any day. Next, we got the British Bulldogs versus the Heart Foundation. Going back to 1986 and 87 here, how do you yeah, see this, this matchup was, going?
0: The way I seen it back then, same way. Hearts, Heart Foundation.
1: Heart Foundation. All right. Yes, uh, sir. So, so who are you yes. picking the Heart Foundation um, against the New Day? How are you seeing that go? Ah,
0: I see Kobe
1: beating uh, Jim Neidhart. <laughs> okay. A New Day. New day,
0: new, is day. My, new, new day is my team. So the okay. New
1: Day as a 12 seed comes out of here as the winner of bracket two. Yes, sir. Ricky Morton's upset bracket.
0: Okay. All yeah. right. Now I got on the first one. I got the New Day here. Okay. And then you cool. got the
1: Hardy Boys.
0: Yes, sir. On the first one. So, Sorry. I'm, I got to write my notes down to take, keep up with myself here. Okay.
1: All right. Now.
0: Let's go over here.
1: Ready
0: That's for bracket good. three? Oh, I'm not ready. Are you ready?
1: <laughs> I am. Um. All right. So let me just read off bracket three here since we've actually done a lot of hard work here. But this is the one of the powerhouse brackets. we got the Road Warriors versus the Moondogs in the first matchup. And we got the New Age Outlaws versus the APA, Ron Simmons and Bradshaw. The five twelve matchup is the Russians Ivan and Nikita Koloff versus Sergeant Slaughter and Don Kinoa. Uh The four thirteen matchup: Demolition, Axe, and Smash versus the Powers of Pain, the Warlord, and Barbarian. Uh, the three fourteen matchup is Edge and Christian versus Kurt Henning and Scott Hall in their AWA days. The six eleven matchup is Money Inc. Ted DiBiase and Mike Rotunda IRS versus the Wyatt family of Bray Wyatt, who is the son of Mike Rotunda and Luke Harper, the seven ten matchup, the Nasty Boys versus some very tough faces of fear members of Ming and the Barbarian. Then you got the Dudley Boys versus Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. So let's start at the top with the Road Warriors. The Road Warriors and the Moon Dogs. How do you see that Road, Warriors. Going? <laughs> Road Warriors? Road Warriors. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, next matchup. No, no, no explaining. Okay. None needed. <laughs> um I got eight nine matchup. New age outlaws versus the APA of Ron Simmons with um uh, and, and Bradshaw.
0: Well, uh, man, uh, you know, I'm I'm going with Ron Simmons and Bradshaw. Now, they were a tough team. You know, Brad, uh, they they proved themselves at their time and era. And then you day yeah. out, new age outlaws. I just yeah. I, Go
1: ahead. I was going to tell you what, at that convention where I met you and Robert, uh, in Jacksonville last summer, uh-huh. I yes. met Ron Simmons there and he was such a nice guy. Um, got to talk with him, got my photo with him. I mean, just really enjoyed having the opportunity to meet Ron Simmons.
0: Yes. Uh, they, Rod and Bradshaw both, you know, they were two tough guys and, uh, that you know and their action spoke for itself. I, I you know I'm going
1: with them guys. I agree. All right. Next matchup team that you guys face you and Robert faced to win the NWA world title. The Russians, Ivan and Nikita Kolov versus Sergeant Slaughter and Don Kernodal. So we got some patriotism at, in battle here. How do you see this one going?
0: Well you know Sergeant Slaughter speaks for itself. God I mean uh Sarge was great. You know USA Doing the drill instructor thing, but but when you put it to re, put it to reality, uh, you know I, I'm not I'm not taking nothing away from Don Kernodle. He uh he did his thing for a while there in the Mid Atlantic area, but when the big dogs came in, like Ivan and Nikita Crusher, mm-hmm. uh, you know the Russians. The Russians would have beat them. Would have beat them. You know. And, I agree.
1: Uh, yes. What a t- what a team sure. that was. Oh, Next gosh. matchup, uh, another uh Barry Darso um group, demolition, Axe smash versus the powers of pain, warlord and barbarian. How do you see that matchup uh, going?
0: Wrestle them both. Uh, and, and then again, you're you're going with brute spirit, brute strength, muscle strength, but but still it, it, it takes you know, with Demolition, uh, Bill Edie, I mean, a super wrestler, a smart wrestler, He knows. in this match, I'm going to go with Demolition.
1: I agree. Of course, Bill Eadie was the mass superstar. Before That's he what I was saying. Yeah. Yes. All, All right. right. So, next, we got Edge and Christian versus Kurt Henning and Scott Hall from their AWA days.
0: Okay, for the AWA belts. Did uh, yeah, Edge so and this- Christian ever wrestle there? Did they, they were they just in heard.
1: WWE. They were just in no, WWE.
0: Really. Yeah. Well, if this match would have occurred, they'd have been the new AWE World Heavyweight Champions. Okay,
1: I, I agree. That Edge and Christian. <laughs> yes. All right. Next, we got Money Inc. Ted DiBiase and IRS Mike Rotunda versus the Wyatt Family.
0: Uh did you know Mike Rotunda?
1: All right. I I didn't. I have I've met Ted DiBiase at that convention though, but. Uh, Mike Rotunda, he was smooth in the ring, though. Yeah, but I,
0: I know Mike, and I know mm-hmm. Bray, Wright right, right? And Luke's hot, you know. But you got to still understand this, right here. Bray is Mike's son.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That ain't no way he's gonna whoop Daddy's ass. <laughs> Do you hear me? Mm. Ain't no way Daddy gonna let his boy whoop his ass. And I, that's just the way I look at it in real life. Uh, I'm going to take Ted DiBiase and Mike Rotunda. And the reason why is because you don't want to mess with daddy. And another thing is I know Mike Rotunda. Mm. He's one of the toughest guys i ever met in my life, but one of the nicest. Asked his son, mm. Brett. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> All right. So Money, Inc. Once, Ted DiBiase is just one of the best all-around wrestlers ever. It is, day, it's
0: unbelievable. Mm. Un- un- unbelievable. You know, and he was second generation too, man.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, great. He might have been the third generation. I think his grandpa wrestled too, didn't he? I think he played in uh, on these West Texas football teams too. That like Stan Henson oh, yes. played on, and Tully Blanchard, and Bruiser Brody, and I think Stone Cold Steve I'm, Austin. I'm, I'm, I'm glad there.
0: you said. I'm glad you said that because, uh, you know, I, I know Tully, and you know Tully was quarterback there. I yeah. don't know if you know that, and he was mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day we were had a football just passing football. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, man. He threw that football. And I swear to God, I thought, I mean, it's, it knocked me down just about. I said, damn, Tully. I, di- I didn't realize how hard and how
1: fast he could throw a football and how far he could throw one. Yeah. Really amazing. It really freaked me out. All right. Next matchup, we got seven versus ten, the Nasty Boys versus the Faces of Fear of Ming and Barbarian. I'm, I know I got Barbarian in here twice, but I had to have Ming. In here, and yeah. I loved I love him more in that more so than his team, <laughs> the team with the Islanders.
0: Well, about. you I mean you're already done pick my winner for this one. faces fear but uh, yeah, that's just the way it is. Uh, I mean, some of the me, stories you
1: hear about being
0: L, L, well, you don't see some of the stories about barbarian, but but you don't understand how nice the guys they are. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to piss them off.
1: You say exactly. <laughs> That's, uh, gotcha <laughs> alright so the faces of fear move on and next we got the Dudley boys versus the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkoff
0: oh man what do we got going on here I love Nikolai Volkoff. What a you know what a great worker he was and don't say USA don't say USA mm-hmm. but the Dudley boys beat him.
1: I agree I got to. Dudley Boys have been around too long, just too much of a big influence through all their hardcore stuff at uh, ECW, and then I mean, I think they may have oh, held yes. the WWF Championship or WWE Championship. If it if I they if it's not the most, it's like towards the top. Maybe the New Day has it, but the Dudley Boys are going over here. All right, so our yeah, next matchup. It. This is our. This would be a street fight for sure. The Road Warriors versus the APA of Ron Simmons and Bradshaw. How do you see this matchup going?
0: Oh, man, it'd be toe-to-toe, toe-to-toe. But don't you know the Road Warriors are going to win that one? Yeah. It Uh, it, it is. I mean, I'm not taking away nothing from nobody. Yeah, but, you know, Mike or Joe and Hawk, Hawk and Animal, Mike mm -hmm. and Joe. (laughs) But he was just too – Tough, hardcore wrestlers. Hard to beat in mm-hmm. any situation. Any situation.
1: I agree. All right. So we got the Road Warriors going over. Next, we got yeah. the Russians, Ivan and Nikita versus Demolition.
0: Oh, da, 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 da. I knew I'm both because I want to make a good setup, but I'm going to go uh, with the Russians on that. Mm hmm.
1: Maybe sure Nikita's am. a little too athletic. What's that now? said so maybe Nikita is a little too athletic. That gives the Russians the advantage. Well,
0: and, and that, but Ivan was a horse. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know what I meant by that. I mean, you could. He could I mean, go I'd with could, anybody. <laughs> all night long. He never he even. He battled Bruno finished.
1: Sammartino for many years in the WWF. Yeah, Late 70s. Yeah. I have to go with him.
0: All right. Now, who are we at here now?
1: All right. We got uh, Edge and Christian versus Ted DiBiase and Mike Rotunda. Okay.
0: And you know, I'm I'm just trying to put my words together. Mm-hmm. This will be a great match, a good heel match too against the babyface team. But I believe the babyfaces go over. And and Edge to me, and my babyface, your Daggum right. Okay.
1: Right. Uh, so we got Edge and Christian moving on. Mm-hmm. Take on the winner of the Faces of Fear, Ming and Barbarian versus the Dudley Boys. Oh, right. Uh, you think this would be a hardcore match, Ricky? <laughs> Ming and Barbarian versus the Dudley Boys?
0: It, it would have to be. But the only <laughs> problem the Dudley Boys is going to have is putting them through tables. Yeah. Uh, mm. I don't think they would go for that, and, and that, and I love the Dudley Boys, but it's you know if it if it's not a hardcore match, not going to win. And megan and Barbarian are the two toughest hardcore guys I ever known. I'm going with the Faces of Fear.
1: Wow, the upsets sure continue am. in the Ricky Morton bracket. Yes, sir. All right. Cool. So we got so. Finishing out bracket three, we've got the Road Warriors versus the Russians. We've seen that one before, and oh, Edge yeah. and Christian versus Ming and Barbarian. So, how do you see the Road Warriors and the Russians going? Uh, the Road Warriors.
0: Uh, All right. If you If you know what I'm talking, I'm not trying to speed this up. I'm just trying to tell you it's it's no it's not a to me it's no brainer. That's yeah. what I'm. You know.
1: Well, that's what most of the experts pick. The road Warriors. Yes. All right, so yes. Road Warriors over the Russians. Then we got Edge and Christian versus Ming and Barbarian for second place in this bracket, right?
0: Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got there, buddy? I'm going uh, with the Edge and Christian.
1: Yeah, I think from a, a lineage standpoint, you go with Edge and Christian. But if it was in the real world, oh, I it was in a, Ming <laughs> and Barbarian.
0: If it's a real world, they wouldn't even be, be in the arena okay yeah. now okay i'm not trying to be
1: a smart no. ass or not and uh and then but this a- is engine christian versus the road warriors you know what and this
0: is where we go down to business
2: mm-hmm.
0: we have been through this whole bracket mike and joe they're so tough god almighty so, so, so over. hard to so hard to beat and so over and, and you got that but so over, but you know, sometimes it's just like it has to end. Uh, I'm gonna pick Edge and Christian.
1: Oh my gosh, yes, the I upset am. continues.
0: Yes, I am. I'm you're like just... George
1: Costanza on Seinfeld, you're doing like the opposite <laughs> of my instinct.
0: Well, I mean, I just uh, I'm just thinking, you know. After all these teams and these battles they had, I think when it got to this match right here, Edge and Christian had the had the edge on them, not by being out strong or outwitting them or beating them up without smarting them in the match. It's just the way I look at that.
1: Maybe they okay. have Gangrel come from the brood and get an interfere here or something. <laughs> oh man. All right. So Edge and Christian with a surprise um upset. And some may say over the road warriors in this particular matchup going to bracket four. Now after these three brackets, I have no idea who's going to (laughs) win. All right. We got this. I'll go through the bracket real quick and then we'll start at the top with the Steiner brothers versus power and glory, Hercules and Paul Roma. We got the eliminators, Cronus and Saturn versus the Gangsters, who I know you had some battles with in smoke wrestling.
0: Yes, I did.
1: The five twelve matchup, the Miracle Violence connection of Terry Bam Bam Gordy and Doctor Death Steve Williams versus the Sheep Herders, also known as the Bushwhackers. Um, the four thirteen matchup, you got Doom, Ron Simmons, and Butch Reed. Uh, we'll have Teddy Long as our manager this time. instead to the woman, but uh, I like her as well, Nancy Benoit. Versus Gallows and Anderson. The three fourteen matchup, the big guys, the Outsiders Hall and Nash. Versus the skyscrapers of Sid Vicious and Danny Spivey, the six eleven matchup, which probably a low seed for these guys, but they were mainly over in Japan, so I ranked them a little bit lower. But Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody, whoo, tough, two tough oh, guys yeah. there. Versus the stud stable of um, Robert Fuller and Jimmy Golden uh, from the Southeast Territory and CWA. And 710 uh, matchup, Athens the Wild Samoans versus the Samoan SWAT team of the 80s. Then the 215 matchup, Harlem Heat versus the Bars, Sheamus and Cesaro. So, Ricky, let's start at the top. We got the Steiner Brothers versus uh, Power and Glory. How do you see that going?
0: On? Uh, the Steiner Brothers. Uh, yeah. That's just right off the bat. Uh,
1: just the way it is. I know.
0: Just, yes. I mean, it's not, no explaining that, mm. you know, just the uh, power and glory just got their ass whooped, that's all. Yep. <laughs> that's the way I see that. Yeah. Laura.
1: Next matchup. I think this would be a, a pretty cool matchup, and I'm sure it happened in ECW uh, several times. You had the Eliminators of Cronus and Saturn versus the Gangsters of New Jack. And uh, who was that? Uh, Mustafa? New Jack? Mustafa. Mustafa,
0: yeah. you, you, Jack Jackie Mustafa. I knew these mm-hmm. guys very personally. I, I uh, kept coming in and, and and to watch this right here. I knew Perry Saturn. I I know these guys, but you know when it come down to it, uh, in the real deal, I have to go with the gangsters. The
1: gangsters. All right, yeah, so moving on. Gangsters. And next matchup, one of my favorite teams, uh, Terry Gordy and Doctor Death, Steve Williams. Uh, former NWA champions and, of course, big time champions in New J- in all Japan in the 90s versus the Sheep Herders. Yes,
0: uh, Dr. Death and Terry Gordy. Yeah, there's uh, too
1: much size and power there.
0: Just too much ass What going on there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some of these, you know, you you, you can't explain. It. I mean, I, you just got to say the way it is. I guess it's going to beat their ass. <laughs> it's just the way it is. Exactly.
1: All right. All right. Well, speaking of that category, you got Doom with uh, Ron Simmons and Butch Reed versus Gallows and Anderson.
0: Oh, well, and you got the same thing. Ron Simmons is so good. Butch mm-hmm. Reed was a great worker. Hold on for me. I dropped something. Huh. Okay. Come down here. But now you got to look at Carl Anderson and Lou Gallo, which, you know, they're impact champions. They've the to WWE. You know, IWGP in Japan. Uh, they're wrestling Japans. they champions. They're still an Impact. And uh, I'm going to go with Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Uh, oh, wow. This is because they, you know, doing was together a long time. But Carl and Gallows, they've been together longer. I mean, for their career. They've been through Japan. They've been through thick and thin, not just in and the only reason I'm saying that because they were just a WCW, and mm-hmm. when you go outside and you, you you compete with, especially in Japan together, WWE were, it's where you don't get one second off. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just that's just I'm going to pick Luke and Carl.
1: All right, so. We got Gallows and Anderson. You know what's interesting? We'll have to get to a second-round matchup, but uh, Gallows, Luke Gallows, one of his tag team partners in WWE was Ray Gordy, um, who's Terry Gordy's son. And I forgot, son, who, yes. I forgot uh, Jesse, I think, was his name. So that's kind of funny. But uh, sticking with the first round here, you got the outsiders, Paul and Nash versus the skyscraper, Sid Vicious and Danny Spivey. Oh, Hall and Nash. Hall and Nash. You gotta oh, be, you yes. gotta be six foot eight and taller to be in that matchup.
0: Yeah, well, or wrestle on stilts. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's that's some big fellows, everybody. I mean, big, big fellows. You know, uh, and and Kevin. I mean, have you met Kevin Nash? Have I, I haven't. Or, or did you ever meet Scott?
1: I didn't meet him. Um, they were going to be at the convention uh, that I was going to up in Jacksonville in a few weeks. Of course, Scott Hall passed away, but Kevin will be there. He's going to be a star cast, I saw. Oh, yes. These are big guys. <laughs>
0: okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm serious. It's a, it's really, you know, Kevin, I mean, yeah, Kevin played basketball at the University of Tennessee. And, mm-hmm. and you know, he's a big boy. You know, he's a lot bigger than he looks until you get up on him. Oh, man, he's, you know, he's scary.
1: He's a big boy. Well, he's still jacked. Because, I mean, he's like on Instagram showing his workouts, and he just had to rehab a knee, but, I mean, he's still jacked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, buddy. Gym every day. Mm-hmm. all righty so. all right paul and nash and then our next matchup stan hansen bruiser brody versus the stud stable
0: yeah don't even How you talk that about one? that one well, uh, well unless you're uh in another country at stan hansen bruiser brody
1: i don't think bruiser brody would let you pick anything different would woody he? uh, he's not look he's here. not jobbing in the first round he's taking
0: ass and kicking names. taking names brother <laughs> i'm not kidding
1: all right, next wow. matchup: the Wild Samoans Alfen Sika versus the Samoan SWAT team of Samu and Fatu. Uh,
0: Wild Samoans. Yeah. Uh, oh. Sika. Yeah, Boy, they were they s- would,
1: some brawlers. They, they'd bite your head off, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I remember them with Captain Lou Listen, Albano back in the day. Oh
0: yeah, man! In real life, they eat you. he's <laughs> mm-hmm. like a dinosaur, they just eat you. Hell with it.
1: All right, where we at right. now here? Harlem, uh, Heat. Fi- Harlem Heat versus the Bar, Seamus and Cesaro. Uh, in today's world,
0: uh, and I and I'm going back to just hanging hanging in there. You know, mm-hmm. Harlem Heat were great. You know, and Booker and his brother, they're really great. But I watched the the work ethic, of Seamus and Cesaro. Uh, I'm going to pick them. Wow. Uh, because I'm just going with the work ethic. Uh, well, I
1: will tell you, uh, I mean, Seamus and Cesaro, that bar tag team, they were an awesome tag team. They were awesome, uh, and they're big, and they can move. But they're tough.
0: I mean, I, I you ever watch any of his workouts?
1: Yes. Seamus,
0: you know, he's Sheamus. badass.
1: And he's like he, – he. he's tough. He's badass. He's badass. And Cesaro can wrestle with anybody. All oh, right. Yeah. So where we are now, second round matchup, we got the Steiner brothers versus the gangsters.
0: Okay. One, two, knock them out. You hear me? Yeah. Rick and Scotty. All right. Rick and Scotty, you know, and it's no explaining to me. They just, uh, they're It gonna is be- what
1: it is. Yes, All right, next is. matchup, we got a miracle violence connection, Terry Gordy and Dr. Death, Steve Williams. Versus Gallows and Anderson.
2: Oh, so Terry Gordy gonna
1: whip up his his son's tag team partner.
0: Well, I, yes, you know uh, if they were still alive and Doctor Death and Terry Gordy, you know I'd pay to even watch this match, but I'd have to go with Terry Gordy and Doctor C. Williams.
1: I agree.
0: I would have to go with them.
1: Uh, I'm a I'm a big Gordy fan.
0: So. Well, me too. You know, I grew up with, with with Terry. You know that? We all grew up together in the business. See yeah, these guys I, these days. But, you know, me, Michael, mm-hmm. Terry, Robert, uh, Bobby Eaton, Stan Lane, you know, this that was our group. We all grew up mm-hmm. together just like all these boys here grew up together.
1: You know? Yeah, because T- Terry is from Tennessee just like you. He's Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Sure is. All, all right, right, so we got Terry Gordy and Dr. Death moving on. Next matchup: The Outsiders Hall and Nash versus Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody. Wow, I, I love the Outsiders.
0: They're big, they're tough. They're gonna do get all this right here, but they got about as much
1: chance as a snowball in hell beating Stan Hansen and Bruiser Broder. Stan Hansen, Bruiser Brody, yeah, yeah. That's my. Pick. That's that's a rough team right there, Hansen and Brody. Yes. All right, so moving on, sixth seed. Then you got the Wild Samoans versus the Bar.
0: Uh, okay. Wow. And in today's thing, I'm going to have to go with Seamus and the Bar. I know it's tough, but you got somebody's got to win. Uh, so Seamus and Cesaro. Going, yeah, with the words of ethic work ethic today, I have to go with these guys. That's just so, a, the way it is. You know, so no final
1: four. We're down to the final four in bracket for the Steiner brothers versus Terry Gordy and Dr. Des Steve Williams.
0: How do you uh, see that
1: one going? Matchup uh, from 1992
0: WCW. Yeah, I know it, but my pick is uh, Dr. Des Steve Williams and Terry Gordy.
1: I love it. I love it. Yes. Okay. You know, I mean, it's just the way it is, bro. Terry Gordy and Dr. Death Steve Williams, just like in 1992, when they were the four-seed in that tournament and knocked out the Steiner brothers as the one-seed. All right. Next matchup, Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody versus The Bar, Sheamus and Cesaro. Worth that again
0: and being tough, Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody.
1: All right. Just the way it is. So now we're going to an all Japan matchup, which these guys have faced off many times. Terry Gordy and Dr. Death Steve Williams, a miracle violence connection versus Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody. And it's going to be
0: the same thing that happened many times Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody.
1: Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody. Yes. Even as big of a Terry Gordy fan as I am, you can't argue with that,
0: Nick. No. And then I'm telling you, they're just bad to the bone.
1: You know, it's amazing the career that Stan Hansen had over in uh, Japan, too. I mean, it's amazing how over he was. (laughs) All right, Ricky. So we're down to our final four here. Interesting matchups here. We got the Hardy Boys and the New Day in bracket one and two in the matchup. And then we got Edge and Christian versus Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody. So let's go with our first matchup, the Hardy Boys versus the New Day.
0: Who are you oh, picking? Teams, these two teams, they're still very active in our business. They're still rousing the day. And I and I'm just going over it all with the hardcore stuff and the things that they do. I believe that the Hardy Boys would outlast a new day. I'm I'm going with the Hardy Boys. And that's my opinion, because uh, you know, the slamming off the top of the cages to the floor to the tables of the chairs, uh on the latter matches, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, those matches, I believe the Hardy Boys would win. I'd
1: those. pick them, too. Yep. yep. If I was a booker, I'd pick them, too. So Hardy Boys oh, yeah. go to the finals. They're going to get mm-hmm. either Edge and Christian or Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody.
0: Well, I'll go ahead and finish this right here real quick for you because okay. the Hardy Boys are going to be facing Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody.
1: I agree okay. with that. So yes, So how how are you going to book Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody versus the Hardy Boys? A little bit of contrasting Uh, styles, don't you think?
0: Yes, and the the boys will be on their feet all night. Uh, They'll be running, and they'll be running, and they'll be running. And I love Matt and Jeff, but when Bruiser Brody and Stan Hansen catches you, they're going to eat you alive. Uh, Okay. Hansen Uh, and Brody win win. Hansen and Brody are the winners of the whole thing. Uh, That's my pick, okay? You know what?
1: I got to tell you, when I filled out this bracket and I put them as a number six seed, I thought, you know what? I could have put them as a number one seed. But then I thought, well, I figured the Road Warriors and the Steiners had to be my top two picks for the big guy bracket. But I'm not surprised at all that Brody and Hanson went through this. But let me ask you this. Let's say the Road Warriors had made it through your bracket to win bracket three. And you had the Road Warriors versus Hanson and Brody. How would you book that match?
0: Tell you truthfully,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Hanson and Brody, yeah. I know them. And this, you have this match in Japan too. Mm. It'd be doc. It'd be it. They would break the indoor record for potatoes. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> potatoes. Okay. Yes. Oh, and, and they would be talking so much in the ring, but the. You know when they talk in the ring, they will be going, "Are you all right? You okay? I'm sorry. Get up." Yeah. <laughs> the other the thing too other.
1: that's interesting about that matchup. See, Hawk and Animal. I think Hawk was six four, six three, and Animal was uh, six six foot. So they had a real size disadvantage against Hanson and Brody because Hanson was ever bit of six four, six five, three hundred pounds, and Brody was six foot eight, and Brody could yeah. move. Six foot eight. Uh, a man, yeah.
2: <laughs> you
0: understand me. He was yeah. all man. He uh, he was a. He, you know what? He was one of the most. I put this. The wrestler that that I ever met that looked the part. Of you know of being something a professional. I mean he would look a monster mm-hmm. really, you mm-hmm. know. And he, but you know what? And if he liked you. You had it made,
2: mm-hmm. you
0: know, and I, and the, and the reason they liked me. And that people used to tell me, God, how come you have good matches with them? And I'm going to tell you my secret. Mm. Because I just went in the ring and I fist fistfought them. They were, they worked with me and I fistfought them. Hit them hard as I can. Mm. Yeah, they loved it. Mm. But yeah, I couldn't hurt them. They liked it. You know, stand, You know, one guy asked me when I, man, yes. I, take, I just go out there and fight him. I like to hit him hard as I can and don't even hurt him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he thinks I'm working with him. Yeah, uh, Stan and Br- uh, but they both were great workers. And uh, yeah. thank you, bro. This is uh, this is very interesting. Thing.
1: It is very interesting. I mean, honestly, the the winners of each of these brackets, except for bracket four, I thought Hanson and Brody might come out of that. But in my bracket, I didn't pick the Hardy Boys. I was going to figure we were going to go with the Rock and Roll Express here. You might pick an upset with the Midnight Express, but the Hardy Boys are certainly deserving. I didn't expect yeah, the New Day to come out of bracket two. But I mean, they've been great for so long. I figured the Road Warriors would come out of bracket three, but Edge and Christian have been great.
0: Yes, and, yeah, yeah, it, it's and it's just business, buddy. That's where you got to go.
1: But because, for Hanson uh, and Brody to win the whole thing, you can't really argue about that. No, and
0: and and you can't. Uh, yeah. I, I'm looking at it as a, as a standpoint of me putting asses in seats because in my day it wasn't about TV ratings; it mm-hmm. was about putting asses in seats. And I always remember that I told you something earlier in in my career, and I always want you to listen to this. I'm not trying to make Cornet mad or smart anybody up. But See, I was a baby face. I sold.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The people paid to watch me win, but the hill always screwed me,
2: mm-hmm. you
0: see. And then I had something to come back. And another thing that I did, and people tell me that I was one of the best sellers, and the, but, but what I did, if, if I convinced, if you were sitting on the front row
2: mm-hmm. and
0: I convince you that what I'm doing in a ring is really happening to me, mm-hmm. th- I'm selling for that heel, mm-hmm.
2: and, but
0: I sold it the way it's supposed to be. Uh, the guys these days don't know how to sell. They don't know what selling's about. You know, I, I watch them give them, I watched somebody the other day get a guy a gut shot and he did a forward row. In real life, would that happen? Mm -hmm. No, I sewed like it was real life. And if I could make that guy on the first row believe what I was doing, what do you think about that guy that's up there in that balcony? But now, if I even the guy I was working with, if I could convince that was that a mousetrap?
1: No, uh, that's my bulldog. uh, He's I'm trying to, I'm in a wrestling match myself. He's chewing a a shark. No, if I could convince.
0: Now, I'm, now if i convince the guy i'm wrestling with that he hurt me
1: mm-hmm.
0: what do you think about that person out there watching me on tv
1: oh exactly you're and that's you're so right no doubt and it was like you said um earlier in this podcast you're not thinking about just the match for today you're thinking about the match for next week and the week after that and your payoff yes
0: sir uh, i sure am i'm thinking yeah. that's what i'm thinking about you exactly. see you you, you got to go on and you got to make You got to make it make sense. Uh, And and I know that the business has changed a lot, but sometimes I watch the shows and I'm wondering where the hell is this going to? And then what it leads to is nothing. (laughs) It don't mean nothing. Mm -hmm. It's just a match. They, they, They threw together on TV and it means nothing. Get your heat on your heels and, and, and then and then they get revenge on your pay per views and they draw money
1: forever. You know, well, and the Rock Black- and Roll Express, Midnight Express, uh, Von Erickson, Freebirds, Don't Horseman, ask, and the Dusty Rhodes. Right. That's what well, I really appreciate you being on the show. You are an amazing guest. I really appreciate all the homework that you did. And I'm looking well, forward to seeing the Rock and Roll Express farewell tour continue, especially when you guys come down to Melbourne. And I'm looking forward to continuing watching you and Carrie on NWA. Uh, NWA Power, of course, comes on on Tuesdays on Fight TV. Yeah. and on, we'll uh, be Fridays on pay per view
0: and... in a couple weeks.
1: Oh, we'll that's be right, pay per
0: view. Yeah, going to be in Oak
1: Grove, Kentucky. No, it, that's right, Knoxville. And then they're in Oak mm-hmm. Grove, I think. But um, I think it's great that you guys are doing such a great things with the Rock and Roll Express Farewell Tour, and I enjoy what you and Carrie are doing the NWA. And thank you, buddy. And I thank you for coming on the show again. Uh, you're the first second-time guest I've had on the show. All right, Bruce, you know, I mean, Ben, I had
0: I had a great time, too. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, I mm-hmm. hope that I kept the interest of people. I hope that, uh, that I'm not too countryfied for you. You know, I'm well, country no. hey, boat.
1: You're, you're helping my accent, too. We can understand yeah. each other. Yeah,
0: hey, I'm country in a bowl of pinto beans, but that's the way it is. Thank you, my friend.
1: Thank you very much, you Ricky. A- all right. You thanks for coming on night. the show. You too. Thank all you, right. buddy. Bye-bye. All right, bye. And thank you to all of our guests for listening to the show. This is Ben Wilson from Live the Dream with Ben and Rodney. And we'll catch y'all next time.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode. Find us online at benandrodney.com
1: and follow us on Instagram at Ben Wilson, Miami.